Alrighty, folks, we are back for another episode of the Uppercut Podcast. Today, we are doing a preview of UFC 232. This is going to be a fucking... Mikey said this before, it's going to be like an MMA fan's dream card. Um, Maybe not a super interesting card for the casuals, I guess we'll call them, but for MMA fans, the deep the deep fans, I think that this is going to be a really fun card. Um, We're going to be giving out our pat- patented... Uh, Prelim pick of the night, NyQuil fight of the night, and Hammy Sosa's lock of the night. So stay tuned for that. We're also going to give out our picks for who we think is going to win, and we're going to highlight um, a bunch of interesting fights that we want to talk about. So starting off, let's start. Let's talk about the first fight: Billy Quarantillo versus Alexander Hernandez. Hernandez is coming off a loss to Renato Moisano, the guy who beat Brad Riddell on UFC 281. Quarantillo is coming off of a loss to Shane Burgos. Um, Hernandez is probably best known for knocking up a Neil and then getting KO'd by Cowboy Cerrone. Um, from there, his career's kind of gone downhill. He was once like a pretty, pretty top prospect, but now obviously he's on a prelim of a, of a, um, main of, or not a main, a prelim of a pay-per-view. So, I mean, not great. Um, the reason I think. I think Quarantillo is going to win this to give out my pick. Um, I think so, think that because Quarantillo lands 7.74 significant strikes per minute, whereas Hernandez only lands 3.97. Quarantillo also has a significant strike landing rate of 66%. Hernandez is, is only 42%. Quarantillo has 1.37 takedown average, and Hernandez is, is 1.43. But Quarantillo has a 21.6% takedown accuracy. And Hernandez has a 33% takedown accuracy, but he has zero submission average, whereas Quarantillo has 1.37 submission submission averages. So uh, Hernandez is taking people down a little bit more accurately, but he doesn't really do anything when he takes them down. He doesn't get any submissions. Um, to me, Quarantillo is the better striker, obviously, and, and he can hold up with Hernandez on the ground. So I'm just going to take him. Um, Mikey, we'll start with you. How do you feel about that pick? How do you feel about this fight? Yep, I'm riding the same exact pick, and like you said, 21 to 33 or whatever it is, that's that's, that's splitting hairs. That's just low yeah. as fuck for both, so they're going to be on the feet no matter what it seems like to me at least. Yeah. And this is going to be an eye test one too. Like You're going to have to watch the beginning of the fight and the walkouts to see really what you think because Hernandez is dropping two weight classes, going from light to feather. Yeah. And he's already like fairly big for lightweight like bigger frames so we'll see if he looks like a fucking zombie walking in i would definitely ride quarantillo to the max like i i honestly probably wouldn't bet it unless it's live but i'll take quarantillo before yeah and especially because you mentioned him uh dropping down like the whole thing about hernandez is how fast he is but people are so much faster at feather anyways so um yeah he was fast for being up two weight divisions and we'll see if that speed translates uh jeff how do you feel about this fight yeah, I just feel like it's going to be a banger. That's all I can say, honestly. Yeah. Do you have a pick? <laughs> uh, I want to ride with y'all with Quarantillo, but I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of scared, man. Take Hernandez. That's fine. Take Hernandez. Dude, I might fuck around. Take Hernandez. All right, let's put. right, I'll put it down. Jeff's first. Jeff, we have our first dis- disagreement. Jeff's going Hernandez. Um, How come you think Hernandez? Uh, I don't know. I just... I mean, honestly, I don't know because I'm kind of scared. I just feel like Hernandez has a little bit more wear on him, and he's been in this. He's a little more weathered. 
Angelo to say it. But right. Quarantino looks fucking dirty, and he's been on a dirty fucking streak until he fucking ran into Hurricane Shane. So yeah. I don't know, honestly. But Hurricane did fucking bring it to him. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping Hernandez can do the same. Yeah. All right. That's not bad. Um, next fight, Chris Curtis versus Joaquin Buckley. This is my um prelim pick of the night. Uh, for the most interesting fight on the prelims. This is going to be such a fun fight. Both these guys are fucking units. Um, Chris Curtis is coming off that weird loss to Hermanson where he got pissed and kind of like cussed him out and stormed out. Um, Buckley's coming off of a decision loss to Nazardine Imavov. Um, and this is a hard-ass fight to pick, honestly. Both guys are huge strikers. And it's, I, I know one thing, that there's going to be a fucking knockout. Um, I actually don't have a pick yet. I wanted to hear what you guys said first before I make my pick. So, Jeff, I know... You have some ideas on this. We'll start with you. Yeah, I am definitely taking my boy Chris Curtis as the fucking Hammy Sosa lock of the night as like, a here we fucking go. underdog. Are oh, you kidding me? Are you kidding Are me you right now? Me? This man was a fucking contender at the top of the division. Now, I'm not going to say Joaquin Buckley's not, but. <laughs> dog. All right. I mean, losing to Imevov, I can't even say his fucking name, but Imevov. yeah, Nazardine. Nazardine. Yeah, yeah, losing to fucking Nazardine, and he did not look that great in that fight. I mean, give me Chris Curtis, man. And this is a fucking, this is like a fight that Chris Curtis has been wanting because Joaquin Buckley's been talking shit. Give me Chris Curtis. All right. Yeah, and he's got to make up for his past performance against Hermanson, where he looked that kind of made him look. Pissed off squared Chris Curtis is a fucking animal. I'm calling it now. (laughs) He's going to knock the shit out of him. All right, Mikey. Yeah, I'm doubling down on Jeff Sock tonight, 150%. I agree. I don't. I don't see how people are looking at this and seeing it's like an equal match of competition. I don't think it is either. I'm with Dude, Jeff. I don't know 100%. how they're seeing it and fucking making Chris Curtis a dog. Yeah. And like Buckley, like what he likes to do, if you watch him, yeah, he throws big blows, really exciting, like fucking strikes and shit. Like obviously he has a jump spinning wheel knockout or whatever, but yeah. he likes to mix in fucking takedowns too. And I just don't see that against Chris Curtis one bit. Like, Chris Curtis got that big frame like he does, short, stocky frame. He really hasn't ever gotten taken down. Like, I just – I don't see how that's going to start tomorrow. I'm not seeing that one bit. Yeah. All right. Well, I will uh, – I'll, I'll tell you guys. I'll take Chris Curtis in this one. I, I'll i be honest with you. I was leaning toward Joaquin Buckley just because of his striking prowess, I guess. But, no, I, I see what you got. You guys have – you guys have uh, convinced me otherwise. Um. Next fight on the card is Jorzinho Rosenstruck versus Chris Dawkins. Uh, Rosenstruck is on a two-fight loss streak, including a loss to Curtis Blades and Alexander Volkov. Dawkins is also on a two-fight KO loss streak, though. Um, he got knocked out by Derek Lewis and Curtis Blades as well. Um, this one, I'm I'm pretty sure this one's a lock. Uh, Rosenstruck, uh, I'm going with him. I think he seems a lot faster, has a tad bit better chin, even though he was also recently knocked out. But he's not on a two-loss, or he's not on a two-knockout streak like Dawkins is. Um, Dawkins looks not great, in our opinion. I think we all agree on this one. Um, And, yeah, I think, unfortunately, it's going to look like his brother's fight last week. Mikey, how do you feel about that? 
Oh, 110%. NyQuil fight of the night. Someone's going out, and I really, really, really doubt it's going to be Rosenstruck. Rosenstruck, I, I mean, I'm not going to say he's Derek Lewis grade or maybe even Tui Vasa grade, but he's not fucking far behind with the dynamite heavy hands. Yeah. And Dawkins, as he ages, him and his brother, disappointingly, they're both looking chinny and not in a good way. Yeah. I mean, chinny, like, they're getting fucking dropped. Mm. Like, I'm going to pull this up real quick. Chris Dawkins' last fights. TKO loss, knockout loss, TKO win, TKO win, knockout win. So someone's going down every single fight he's in. I mean, you can go back almost – this looks like like 15 fights. His last decision yeah. was in 2016. Jesus. So he's so, got hands yeah. and he doesn't have the greatest chin. All right. Yeah, so this is a good NyQuil pick of the night. for or not, Yeah, NyQuil pick of the night because holy fuck. NyQuil fight of the night rather. Excuse me. Um, But yeah, I, I yeah, someone's going out. I like that pick. Uh, Jeff, do you think Dawkins gets knocked out like his brother? Yeah, I definitely see fucking Dawkins going down. It's kind of sad because, I mean, I want him to win so they can bring one to Philly, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> I feel like Rosenstrike's just going to fucking rock him, take the under, take Rosenstrike, take your money, and fucking be happy that you're going to watch these motherfuckers bang it out because they are 110% going to fucking bang it out. Hell yeah. Um, Next fight, uh, this guy, Raul Rojas Jr. versus Jay Perrin. Um, Raul Rojas Jr., quite the looker, uh, a very young, eight, the youngest fighter in UFC history. Um, He looked absolutely insane when he took on uh Mando Gutierrez in the Dana White Contender Series win. He had him in some crazy locks. Um, he's been fighting all his life, even though he's only 18. Uh, Raul looks really, really good. And Jay Perrin is on a two-fight loss streak. Um, yeah, Raul's fucking awesome on the ground. But I, one thing I noticed is that he he hit a, a spinning heel kick to Mando Gutierrez, who just ate it. And Mando's not very big. Yeah. Um, and then he also elbowed Mando in the side of the head a bunch of times, and Mando just ate those, and like it didn't look like he bothered him. I don't know if Raul has the power um, punching yet because he's so young. And also, he's only fought like one grown man. He like actually fought like in terms of being in the ring, no headgear, whatever. Um, to me, I don't know if he can handle the power of like a grown man because um, he's not one yet. He's literally younger than all of us. Um, and because of that, I'm going to pick Jay Perrin. But... If Raul wins this fight, I will not be picking against him anymore because it, it, that just means that his grappling is that much superior um, than what I would have expected. But yeah, I just can't really pick against like Raul or Jay Perrin, I think is like what, 24 or something like that. Like, um, I think he's almost 30. Or yeah, he might even be. Yeah, he might even be 27. I don't know. He's 29. Old. 29. He's, All right. So he's awful guess. Awful guess on my part. But yeah, he's 29. Um, <laughs> He's literally like 10 years older, but like still getting into his prime, um, which just shows how young Raul is. But um, yeah, I think Jay Perrin, he's going to hit Raul with some shots that he's never been hit before. Remember when Sean O'Malley gave his interview after the Piotr Jan fight and he was like, he had like, he, he looked like shell-shocked. He just, yeah, yeah, exactly. He looked shell-shocked and he just said he got taken to a place he'd never been taken to before. I think that's going to happen to Raul Rojas. Um just because like he's literally never fought someone without head headgear um that can hit as hard as a grown man basically. So, uh for that, 
reason I'm taking Raul Rojas Jr. Uh, Jeff, are you taking Raul Rojas Jr.? Are you taking Jay Perrin? I mean, sorry, I'm taking Jay Perrin. Are you taking Jay Perrin as well, Jeff? Oh, negative. I'm taking Raul. Okay. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to say I was like too, like everyone's super fucking hyped up on Raul. I get it because he's fucking, he's a high schooler and he's in the fucking UFC. He's about to fight on a pay-per-view that's fucking nuts. And he's not even like early. I, wait, he's on the pay-per-view now, I think, as well. With the way that the fights have been moved up, I'm pretty sure he's either the, the featured prelim or he's on the pay-per-view. Yeah, he might be featured prelim. Which is crazy. It did not start like this, to be fair. Yeah, but also, I don't know if I'm like that crazy on the hype train yet. If he does, if he pulls out some crazy shit and actually gets a finish this time, because he was pulling out nut shit in that uh, contender series fight. Yeah. Like the, the what whole... was the submission attempt? I oh my God. Uh, we forget the name, but it was It's insane. got the goofy ass name, but. Yeah, it yeah. was a crazy. He had, yeah. <laughs> he had him in some nut shit, but it looked like it did nothing. And then like the spinning fucking kick you talked about earlier yeah it looked like it didn't do much either so i i don't know if he's really got like that finishing ability in him yet but i mean jay perrin's not jay perrin's gonna be the fucking fighter to show if he's got it or not so (laughs) i mean i feel like they're kind of feeding him a i don't want to say they're feeding him a can but i'm a fucking can and they're trying they're trying to get his name up there. I mean So you think not Raul going... gets it done? Yeah, I definitely do. Okay. That's that yeah. All right, Mikey. Uh I gotta kinda disagree with the feeding McCann because I mean I think Jay Perrin's uh record's a little misdeceiving. Maybe not even that, but I don't know if you take a puppy and feed him to the pit bull and Jay Perrin is fu- like yeah, his record doesn't show very well, but he is just tough as nails and mean. Like, I don't know if that's the guy you feed the youngest UFC fighter who's still a fucking senior in high school, too. I just – I don't think this was a good, a well-placed matchup for Raul. I don't know if he just wanted to jump into something or maybe Dana and them think Jay Perrin's a pushover, but he's fucking not. Like, I just – at least from what I've seen, I don't think he's a pushover at all. Like, he loses – but he doesn't lose, like, okay, so he loses to Zilang, decision, decision, decision. I mean, he's got decisions all over the board with high striking output. I just don't think this was a good matchup for Raul one bit. I'm going to ride with Max to take Jay Perrin by a slight decision. But it is, I do think it's somewhat of a pick em, though. Yeah, that's Yeah, I, I, I have a feeling it's going to be like his contender series fight, though, and he just fucking – he just – brings him to the ground and kind of out grapples him and shows off a bunch of funky submission attempts that really don't do much. Well, the one thing, they the, show that he has potential more than anything. The one Cause thing his grappling that, is fucking absolutely filthy. I'll give him that. Yeah. His grappling is like elite already. And he's, I think he actually could be a world champ, like <laughs> a world champion eventually, especially cause he's 18 and he looks the way he looks Um, in terms of fighting wise, not, not like facial wise. Um, the one thing with that fight is I watched that Dana White contender series fight intently. I think we all did because we made bets on it and stuff. And we even talked about it in, um, an old uppercut episode. Um, to me, like, well, first off watching that fight, Mando didn't throw like any strikes. He threw like a very 
very, very few strikes. When they were on the feet, I was screaming at the TV, like, punch him. So to me, like, I think Jay Perrin's uh, whole game plan is that he's going to keep it on the feet, uh, stuff those takedowns, and just show him what it is like to be in the UFC. And I think that's why I like Raul, because although he's really good on the ground, he has to get Jay Perrin on the ground. And it's just a fact, like, old man strength is a thing. <laughs> and, I mean... Jay Perrin's not an old man, but compared to Raul, he definitely is. So I, I, I like, I'm pretty confident in Jay Perrin in this one, and I think he's an underdog, so I'm going to take him. Um, yeah, can, I, th- yeah. I think fucking Raul. Uh, if this doesn't go well for him, he should start training with Gordon Ryan. Like he might be a world champion in jujitsu. I don't know about fucking. I, I'm just not sure. Like you guys both said it yourself. I'm not sure about his striking. It was up to par yeah. at the UFC. And granted, he is child. 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, but. I don't know. It's not like his options are over after this, so he can go do yeah. world grappling tournaments and shit. Or he can go down to like a different promotion and or he I'm sure well he's on he has a contract. I don't know how many fights there are on that contract. Or he'll just be get better at striking. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll just that's get, or just you know hit puberty because he's like 18, so he's probably like he's still going through puberty. Like he's gonna he's gonna get a lot better. Um I think he I actually confidently do think that he's gonna be an at, at least a contender. Uh, in the UFC in the future. Um, okay, next fight is Bryce Mitchell versus Ilya Tupera, Tupora. This fight's going to be fucking insane. I think it's going to be like the second best fight on the card, in my opinion. Um, these are two jujitsu guys. Um, Bryce is on a six-fight win streak. Tupora is on a 12-fight win streak and is undefeated. Um, both these guys are crazy jujitsu guys. Um, it's going to be an insane fight. Ilya's punches are absolutely terrifying. So if Jeff can avoid, ta- or not Jeff, if Bryce can avoid taking them and take Tapora down and keep him there like he did with Edson Barboza, I think he's got it. But I just don't see that happening. Um, but however, at first I did like Tapora to win this, but then I watched the weigh-in ceremony and like the conference or whatever, and Bryce has this like weird energy around him he looks so fucking locked in and ready to go and like he's got like killer mentality going right now whereas Ilya was like talking shit with patty i almost think that he's overlooked bryce and is focused on the patty fight which i think will get made after if both of the guys win and because of that i actually think i'm gonna go with bryce in this one although just to start the week in my notes i had Ilya. um I think it's like a coin flip regardless, but the way that Bryce was so locked in at this conference compared to Ilya, who like didn't even really focus on Bryce Mitchell. Um, he just had this energy about him that like is really unsettling. And I think that, I think that Bryce is going to actually get the win now. Um, Mikey, do you agree? I don't know if you watched the conference or anything of the weigh-ins. No, I don't agree. <laughs> I don't, I can't <laughs> say fair. I agree with that. Mr. Max. Uh, that's fair. That's, I, I do not think good, you- it's I not do a think good his way stare to down like, was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's not a good way to like judge a fighter. And but like I think there is some kind of merit behind it. Like those like the energies that they have. Um, I think that does have some kind of merit, but yeah, I completely understand why you would disagree. Oh yeah, well they're yeah, there's gamers. Now I definitely think Bryce Mitchell's one of them. I don't think he's a scrub by any means, but I think everything he fucking lacks in, Ilya is so damn good in. Like Ilya I don't know what you guys think about him. I think a few more fights, he'll be like damn near top five. I mean, he is just so complete everywhere. I'm telling you, I don't know what the fuck Patty's thinking either. I would not be saying shit to that motherfucker. 
Because Patty ain't yeah. fought nobody either, and Ilya is a fucking problem. And I think Bryce is going to make this – I mean, it's going to be like a scrappy, not super easy win for Ilya, but I'm I'm taking Ilya to Pora. Yeah, fair. Jeff? Yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm taking Ilya too. And, I mean, I love Bryce, and I'm definitely going to bet money on fucking Thug Nasty because how can you not? <laughs> but – Dude, Torius just got fucking hammers, dude. He's got absolute hammers. I've seen him fucking. He's absolutely just like mashed too many of my bets for me to, for me to fucking say that Bryce Mitchell is confidently going to win. But I'm here. I am again, betting against Ilya Taporia, and I'll probably fucking lose. But fuck it. That's okay. I'm taking Bryce, but Let's I'm go. fucking. I feel like Ilya is going to win. I that I I I thought I like to begin the week. Like I said, I totally had Ilya, and I'm just going completely off of that insane, uh, just energy around Bryce at that thing. Like I really think Ilya is more focused on Patty than Bryce right and now. And also, what the fuck is Patty doing trying to fuck with Ilya? Because we know that he's not going to cut any more weight to go down to featherweight. Yeah. And, and either way, if you're fucking, if you're trying to fight the dude who's smaller than you, it's a lose lose. Because if you win, goes up, you win, and fucking you win, then you beat a guy who's smaller than you. If he goes up and beats you, then you lost to a guy who's smaller than you that went up to your weight. And then if it doesn't happen, then you guys are just bitches and barking for nothing. I mean, to be fair, Ilya came at him in the in the in the like he started it in the. I think uh, this is long tenure, though. Yeah, I don't yeah, think this, this is, is like no. Yeah, hand sanitizer, yeah. boy. Yeah, the, yeah, in like May or March or something, Patty threw hand sanitizer at Ilya, who I guess started that one as well, though. To be fair, Patty should just try to like dead it or something. I don't know. He's Dude, not, I think he called I mean, him a mongrel. Yeah, a mongrel. Yeah, he did in the. Uh, mongrel. He was like. You're gonna do nothing. He kept saying that because he because Ilya stood up. I watched Dude, that and Ilya started the first the um at like the interviews. Ilya started that. He just started chirping Patty for no reason and then like stood up and did the whole thing. So to Dude, be fair, Patty let, didn't let us just note too and correct me if I'm wrong, Max. Did we not hear from Damon motherfucking Jackson, Action Jackson, that Ilya Tapour is the hardest fucking hitter? Oh around yeah, the fucking did. town. I forgot about that. You're fucking right. I completely forgot about that, dude. Yeah, that's man. coming from a guy who I, fucking I is in wars. Again, yeah, fucking pre-gaming this, dude. Dude, that's oh. coming from a guy who's in some fucking battles. That's not like no fucking scrub, Damon Jackson. He no, sent dude. our man straight to fucking Hades, dude. Dude, <laughs> that shit was violent. Out of all the fighters we've interviewed, I gotta say I love Ocho, Jared Vandera, and fucking uh, J- Damon Jackson. I think those are like, those are some of my favorites. Those guys were fucking awesome, and uh, yeah. But um, all right, next fight we'll get right to it. Um, Darren Till versus Drykus Duplessis. Um, Till is on a two fight loss streak to Derek Brunson and Robert Whitaker. Both those came like a decade ago. Um. Duplessis is on a five-fight win streak. Everyone's weighed in and all. Uh, Jeff put this part. But, like, we're still not sure the fight's going to actually happen until... I don't think the fight's going to happen until the, they touch gloves. Like, I still... 
I feel like Darren Till is going to walk up into the cage and slip and tear like a meniscus or an ACL or something. Like I'm still, I'm still worried. Um, but yeah, uh, Darren's been back. It's been over a year since he was submitted by Brunson. Um, I just don't think like I, we haven't seen a lot from him because he hasn't fought in a while and he's always injured. I I'm just going to take Dracus to pluses here. Um, I believe in him more and I think he's the better fighter. Uh, Jeff, we'll start with you. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I I get thinking it's I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a fucking an absolute like brawling by fucking dresses to police and fucking he might just take him down and submit him submit him easily like we've seen there until happened to there until very many times. Yeah, but I I mean. Darren Till wants this, and his back is against the fucking wall. He has to win here. Because if if you just look above the fucking, above the, on the card a little bit, yeah. his replacement's right there. The yeah. new fucking Liverpool badass that everyone loves is right fucking there. Yeah. Daddy is everything that Darren Till was, and he's literally just, like, raped it from him. And Darren Till is literally just... He's fighting for the skin on his back at this point. Yeah, so you're going to take... I feel like he might pull something out and maybe get a dub here, but I think Drew Police is going to easily win this one. All right, so you're taking Drakus to Plessis. Uh, Mikey, how do you feel about Jeff's analysis? Yeah, I think it was a good one. I hate to say it, too, because Darren Till, he's one of my original favorites, like, when I really started watching UFC, his sweet yeah. Caroline walkout is my favorite one of all time. He's graved some great memories, but he is just lost. He's a man that's fucking lost right now. Like, I don't know what's up with the fucking guy. Like Jeff said, he was supposed to be the boy from Liverpool. He was supposed to be the Billy Badass. Just didn't happen for him. And I don't know where the matchmaking was with this one on Darren Till's team, but this was a terrible match made for him for a comeback run. Terrible. Yeah. Like I was saying about Jay Perrin, like I just feel like stylistically there's certain people you don't want to fight when you need a win, and you don't want to fight a guy like Dreykus who looks like he might be juiced up. He fights like he's juiced up. Like he's so fucking aggressive, and he just comes right in your face. Like he's in your face every minute, pause. <laughs> every every minute of the fight, he's right in your fucking face. Dude, he gets you in a clinch. He pounds the fuck out of your head. He might, like Jeff said, he might guillotine you to death. Like, I just don't see how this was a smart choice at all. Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for Adesanya and all of them always calling out Darren Till and saying they want to strike with him. But I just, I think that was a few years back and today is now. And Dreykus is the fucking man right now. Yeah. That's, yeah. So your your pick is Dreykus. Yeah. I can't argue with that. Um. I So, yeah, I think we all agree. Dreykus Duplessis is the, is going to we think is going to be Darren Till. Next fight, oh, potty the body versus fucking Jared Gordon. Um, I'll be honest with you. This is going to be Patty's toughest test, Um, but I think he gets it done. Patty's on a five-fight win streak. Gordon's coming off of a win over Leonardo Santos, which he looked really good. Patty's got a five-inch reach advantage. He has 73-inch reach, and Gordon has a 68-inch reach. Um, I just think... Patty's the man right now. He's got all the momentum. He delivers so far in every situation he's been in. He's been in a lot of crazy arenas, a lot of crazy crowds, and he's delivered. Um, that last 
pay-per-view or was that a pay-per-view i don't think no no it wasn't a pay-per-view no no fight night liverpool fight night yeah this is his pay-per-view um uh what's it called first first time on a pay-per-view but um yeah he delivered in one of the in in wembley right that was wembley and um oh yeah sorry not liverpool london no it was the o2 Oh, the O2. You're right. You're right. Wembley wouldn't make sense at all. But yeah, he um yeah. it was in he wasn't fighting on a soccer field. Um yeah, it was the O2 in London, which is probably I think that stage will be a little bit bigger than this one, even though it is a pay-per-view. Like that's the hometown crowd. Like you you it's a lot. Jeff, you made a face. Do you disagree with that? Yeah, I I mean the pay won't be the same. I'll tell you that. No, but the O2 I mean, is it the same? No. Yeah, like I think the O2 Arena is a much crazier situation. Um, wait, this is an MSG, right? This car, this is... no, it's at Vegas. Oh, you're... I was oh, about to oh, say. yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. I think they always end it in Vegas, pretty much, like yeah. for the year. MSG was last last couple weekends ago's card. Um, but yeah, all right. So yeah, I I just think like Patty has had kind of like bigger scenarios, and he's he's gotten it done. Jared Gordon's fucking good. Let's be real here. Um. They're both really dangerous. Um, I just think that Patty's a little bit more creative with how he can hurt you in his strikes, and he's a little bit longer. And I just think he's got this momentum train going. I I, I think he gets it done. Um, Je- or Mikey, do you agree with me? No, you should have skipped me to the end. I am against him from here to the end of time, dude. Fuck him. Fuck Can't Patty. stand that motherfucker, dude. Yeah, can't yeah. stand him, dude. And l- let me tell you why. Why? So, so I got the exact definition because I wanted to make sure I was quoting it right. Bootlicker. Someone who praises a more powerful or rich person in a way that is not sincere, usually in order to gain an advantage. He is such a fucking Dana White ass licker, dude. I can't fucking stand it. After that whole shit with him and Ariel the other day, dude, fuck him. Fuck him, dude. There's three shit rules you should live by, everybody, if you work a shitty job. If your wages are shit, which his are, compared to what he draws into stadiums, his wages are dog shit. If your management, your boss are shit, and your work environment shit, your work environment is shit. You don't suck up to your boss and talk about how good your company is. No one likes that person in real life. Why would I like him now? Everyone's yeah. worked a shitty job here. You don't like the person who's like, oh, this job is great, when you're fucking miserable, <laughs> and you're getting paid like dog shit, and everyone around you is dog shit. Why? Like, No. Don't like him one bit. I think this money and this fame has gotten to his head big time. I don't like him. I'm rooting for Jared Gordon. Jared Gordon's a fucking American hero. American motherfucking hero. Dude, former homeless drug addict who's a Hell UFC yeah. fighter. Why would you not root for him? All right. They should make a movie about this motherfucker. He beats Patty. <laughs> All right. Uh, Send Jeff. the Scouser back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff. What's, what's your take on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm jumping off the fucking patty. I like that. I like that. I, I can't, dude. I mean, I want to, Mike. Cause I love me some Ariel. Dude, Patty's just so lovable, man. He fucking, he, he had nothing but finishes and fucking a great accent and a fucking great haircut. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what's not to love? Dude, that bowl cut is fucking remedial looking. That shit I, is I love Patty, dude. Fuck. Dude, it works for him and the Beatles. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Yeah, uh, it did work for the Beatles. <laughs> Jeff, you on the Patty that. train still? You taking Patty? Definitely, no doubt. I think Patty's a lock in this one. He, he I, I feel like 
he's had tougher fights than Cage Warriors being the fucking being an absolute dog in there. So I feel like he's had tougher fights, but for less for less notoriety and less pay. So he's fucking already a co-main event in a pay-per-view. Yeah, ridiculous. It is. All right, next fight, the main event. Um, it's under unfortunate circumstances. I would have liked to see a, a Glover-Yuri rematch, but Jan Blachowicz, the Polish power, taking on uh, Ankalaev, Magomed Ankalaev for the interim light heavyweight title. Um, for, no, it's not even the interim. Oh, it's just for the... Or, yeah, it's not interim. It's because yeah, vacant. Because Yuri, yeah. Yuri yeah, straight up vacated it. So it's just it's for the light heavyweight title that is vacated. Um, yeah, unfortunate circumstances, but uh, nonetheless, our boy Jan Blachowicz has the opportunity to win the title. Um, and another fucking vacant title. Another vacant <laughs> title. Yeah. Um, he won it after John Jones left. Yeah. Um, Jan is coming off of that win over Alexander Rockich, where Rockich fucked his knee up, blew his shit out. Granted, it was from a knee kick by Jan, but he fucking blew his knee out. Um, Uncle Iev is on a nine-fight win streak. I'm really scared for Jan here, but I will never, ever pick against him or really any Polish fighter for that matter. Um, Jan has defensive striking, so does Uncle Iev, but I expect this to be a really like slow, thought-out, pick-you-apart fight. Um, Jan's dangerous, but... His his danger lies with his kicks, and you can't really throw kicks at Ankalaev because if you throw kicks, he's gonna shoot, try to take you down. That's the last thing that Jan wants because, I mean, Rockich took him down and was giving him trouble. Um, he's been taken down before and has had trouble with it. He is a good grappler, but <clears throat> I mean, Ankalaev's Dagestani, like he's the best that there is. Jan has the reach advantage. What he's gonna need to do is keep him keep him at bay, stuff those takedowns, and wait for Uncle I have to strike and do his defensive striking like he always does. But um, if they stand and bang, it's going to be a slow fight because both of these guys don't strike first, if that makes sense. Like they both re- they are reactionary strikers. So um, I'm scared for Jan, but I'm never going to pick against him. So I'm taking Jan in this fight. Jeff, uh, what are your thoughts on this fight? Yeah, I'm definitely picking Jan. I mean, the more I... That was the youngest. Sorry. That was the longest yawn I've ever, I've, I've ever seen. I'm keeping that in. Right. <laughs> but yeah, the more I fucking, more I think about it, more I like yawn. Honestly, I feel like he's going to stuff those fucking takedowns, as you said. And I mean, I feel like yawn's like pissed off, and he because got him in a shitty spot, and he looked like he just gave up, and. To lose a belt that way, that's got to fucking sting. And, I mean, he was ready to fight Glover on short notice for this shit. I feel like he's more than ready to fight Mohamed Ankalaev, especially for the belt. I feel like all things considered, it kind of worked out. It'll be the winner of this takes on Glover, and then um, the winner of that takes on Yuri. Yeah, but who knows what's going to be up with Yuri if doctors are saying it's the worst shoulder injury they've ever seen. He posted a picture and he had like tubes of blood connected from like his nose to his shoulder. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) So yeah, I, yeah, yeah, he might, he Uh, may never fight again. 
that's why I think every time I fucking look at his page. So yeah. <laughs> that's true. Show. That is a very good point. But, but yeah, I'm loving me some Jan. I feel like Uncle Ayev just sits out there a little bit too much, and I feel like Polish power can get him. I let's feel let's like pray. Jan might fucking rock him and finish him. Oh. I like Jan inside the distance too. Wow, wow, that's a. I feel like that's a hot take, but I, I'm, I'm here for it. Um, Mikey, do you, what do you think about that? <sighs> I don't know. I really, really, really. I am gonna take Jan. Let's go. I just don't. I don't know. I don't feel good about it either. I'm leaving. Uh, I'm not taking Mockman. Uncle I is just such a chess player too. Like, God damn, chess is so boring to watch. <laughs> but it is so respectable to watch someone be good at chess. And it's the same thing with Magomed. If he wins, we're going to be watching the most boring champion probably of all time. Yeah. Like his fights are some of the most boring. But if you're a real UFC fan, you can watch shit in the clinch. You can watch someone really pick someone apart. He is kind of exciting to watch. But I just I, – I don't feel good about the last Jan fight because we really didn't get to see a whole lot. Before that was Glover. And Magomed just does not look like he can be stopped right now. But I really, really hope we can get that Southern Poland fucking bomb from out of nowhere and put Magomed on his ass. Let's go. I'm hoping, well, boys. Mike, you said it's going to be a chess match. <laughs> if I know anything about chess recently, the only way you win is by cheating. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, Continue. In the Polish power, damn near is cheating. I'm liking fucking Polish Bauer. <laughs> How's he damn Give near me cheating? Fucking Jan. How's he cheating? Got that fucking Polish Bauer, dude. That shit's dirty. That's that ultimate equalizer, like I always Ooh. bring up. Just being that able cheating, to fucking though? rock one. I, you know. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. For 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 the metaphor, it was cheating. But <laughs> I understand. I fucked that one up. That's on me. That's on me. Yeah, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> but yeah, send out Shout a up. Polish national anthem, boys. Send it out. Let's go. That's going to do it for us here at the uppercut. No, um, we, we got to run through our, our uh, picks real quick and then we'll send it out on the Polish national anthem. Um, but yeah. All right. So we're all picking Jan. We're not feeling too strong about it. I, other than Jeff, Jeff feels very strongly about Jan. Yes, but... Jan has the fucking vibrating butt plug of fucking <laughs> of the UFC, <laughs> which is the Polish power. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck <laughs> Jeff's talking about anymore. But let's you know get about that story. What no? Dude, the fucking the world chess champion cheated with a vibrating butt plug. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? Exactly. All right. Well, that's, <laughs> I'm gonna look that up later. Um, that's that's fucking insane. Okay, running through our picks. First off, my prelim pick of the night is Chris Curtis versus Joaquin Buckley. I think one of these motherfuckers is going to sleep. And I think it's going to be a very fun fight. Uh, Mikey's NyQuil fight of the night is Rosenstruck versus Dawkins. Um, For those of you that are new to this, the NyQuil fight of the night is the person that's going to be fucking sleeping as NyQuil makes you fall asleep. Um, I think that's a very good pick. Uh, Hammy Sosa's lock of the night is Chris Curtis to win. And then going Chris through... Curtis. Our- <laughs> Chris Curtis. Um, going through our picks, Mikey picks Corintillo, Chris Curtis, Rosenstruck, Perrin, Tupura, Duplessis, Gordon, Blakovich. Uh, Jeff picks Hernandez, Curtis, Rosenstruck, Raul Rojas Jr., Bryce Mitchell, Drakus Duplessis, Patty the Batty, and Jan Blachowicz. I pick Billy Corintillo, Chris Curtis, Rosenstruck, Jay Perrin, 
Bryce Mitchell, Dreykus Duplessis, uh, Ponzinibbio, Patty the Body, and Jan Blachowicz. Did we talk about Ponzinibbio already? Mm, I, I think, think we, we skipped, skipped that it. One. Oh, shoot. Um, That's all right. all right. Yeah, we'll talk about... Basically, Ponzinibbio is fighting Alex Morano. Alex Morano is yeah, Alex Morano's on six day camp, uh, short notice. And I think Ponzinibbio is more talented and, and is a little bit faster and is gonna get this done. Um, I just don't think Alex Morano on a six day camp is gonna is gonna be able to win. Um Mikey, do you agree with me on that one? I was actually gonna take Morano. Morano? Okay. That'll just be my quick pick. I'm gonna take Morano. Okay. Can you give us why real quick? Um uh, it was he's the one who just beat the hell out of Semmelsberger, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, that was that was really kind of why. Ponce Nebo obviously has way better competition like along the years, but Murano just does not look like he can be stopped right now. And that pumbling, I know we talked about it on here too. Murano put a fucking ass beating on Samuelsberger last fight. Yeah. So he's been riding high. I'm going to take the younger guy while he's riding high. That's fair. Uh, Jeff? Um, yeah. I don't know. I think I'm going to rock out with Ponzinibbio on this one. I okay. just feel like he's a little more tested. All right. Good pick. And I mean, I, I like, I think if it was a full camp, I'd like Murano, but he's coming in on six day. So, uh, yes, Mikey. Uh, I wanted to put out there real quick. Uh, watch, definitely watch the Edmund Shabazi and Dolce fight too, because someone's getting old yellowed after. Someone is getting cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I don't even really Brought have a Behind pick. the shed, Mike? Dude, Shabazian's <laughs> probably going to win because Dalton is fucking old and he doesn't look good, but someone's getting old yellowed after, I'm telling you. One of those two guys is getting cut. Fighting Hell for their life. Yep. All right. Well. Fucking bad reality TV show. I I <laughs> did not add those two on the fight, on the card, because those two are not super interesting. But, I mean, that is a good point. That'll probably be an interesting fight because one of those guys is going to get cut. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, this is going to be a super fun card. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back with a review of this card, and we will be back with our records and um, the results of all of our predictions. So stay tuned for that. And then we will be giving a preview. Is there a card next week? Do you guys know? Uh, is Kenya Strickland so. next week? No, oh, it's in two weeks. Yeah, so there'll be a, yeah. a week off. So we'll probably come back with that review episode, and then we'll be back the following week with a preview episode. So stay tuned for that. Thank you all for listening, and peace.